This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Well, the Golden Raspberry Award nominees were announced yesterday, which are sort of the annual awards that honor the worst of the year. Uh, we'll tell you, We'll tell you what movie earned the most nominations. Uh, we'll get to that story. Uh, Ryan Gosling, how he was more of a G.I. Joe growing up than a Ken. That and uh, some some reboots that got canceled before they even got off the ground. We'll get to both those stories here in a bit. But uh, what do you say we begin this hour, Zena, is with the Razzies. Yes, the Golden Raspberry Awards. So these are the ones that are actually uh, honoring the worst films of the entire year. And I don't really know if any of us have seen these. Uh, coming in at number one with the most nominations, Number uh, they have seven nominations, The Expendables 4. Now, this is what's great about the Razzies is because, you know, they're supposedly so bad, chances are you didn't see them. Yeah. Or you did see it thinking that it was going to be good and then you were disappointed with how bad it was. Or you're one of those people who just, for whatever reason, likes really bad movies. Yeah. So Which this I is worth like paying attention to. I might be involved in the really bad movie category, but I don't, I don't, I've never seen any, any of the Expendables. I actually had to pull it up to see who was in it, who was Sylvester Stallone, yep. Jason Statham, yep. Megan Fox, yep. Andy Garcia, right. 50 Cent. So yeah, that's, of, that's in the current one, the Expendables 4, right? That's the one that's getting all of these nominations. Yeah. Uh, coming in next, The Exorcist Believer, followed by Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. I wanted to see that one. Each tied for second place with five nominations each. The winners are going to be announced on March the 9th, which is the night before the Oscars. Uh, some of the other people that you might be looking for, Worst Actor nominees, Russell Crowe for The Pope's Exorcist, Vin Diesel for Fast Five, Chris Evans for Ghosted, Jason Statham. He's on here a lot, guys. Meg to The Trench, and then John Voight for Mercy. Uh, some of the women nominated, you might know these guys a little bit more. The Dame Helen Mirren for Shazam! For Fury of the Gods. Anybody see oh, that? I, mm. No, but I remember seeing trailers for it. Yep. Uh, Jennifer Lopez, The Mother. Selma Hayek for Magic Mike's Last Dance. Megan Fox, she's on here a lot too, for Johnny and Clyde. And then Anna Dem Armas for Ghosted. So I also like when the people show up. Sometimes they do to get their award if they win. Yeah, like Sandra Bullock used to. Yes. Halle Berry has, at, uh, what's his name? Adam Sandler. He, when he was putting out all those horrible movies, he would show up for the Razzies and give little speeches. 
Yeah, I thought Ghosted with Anna DeArmas and who was the other guy, Chris Evans? Yeah. You thought that was pretty good? No, I, I, I thought it was intended to be like an action comedy, which, oh. you know, it. I mean, it, it appeared to be from the trailers, uh, but it just seemed like fun, you know, the, like I wasn't placing high expectations on mm-hmm. it, but usually like when it meets, when it wins a Razzie, it's just that that to me indicates that the script writing was so bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That even though it had it, really good actors in it, it was just still horrible. Yeah, because sometimes I don't need like a brilliant script. Sometimes I just need fun and funny and a little bit of action to blow off some steam. Yeah. Well, and I also like too sometimes when the movie is so bad, you just can laugh at it and that puts you in a good spot because it's just so bad. It's funny. Right. I like those. Well, there you go. This year's Razzie. So nothing like none. Of, oh, and then the Oscars are going to be announced. Uh, Today? This morning, yeah. Yeah, I thought so. Morning America. Ooh, we'll have to pay attention to that. Have you been keeping up with your tradition of trying to watch a lot of the Oscar films? Yeah, we're having a hard time doing it because we just, we have things come up and, you know, we got this renovation going on and meetings and, you know, we had a closet guy there yesterday, so we're not able to, but we're trying. It's her birthday week, so. Oh, fun. See if we can get in some theater time, but uh, right now we got to take a break. Coming up, we got Ryan Gosling, and speaking of entertainment, some of the shows, like a lot of the reboots, because that's kind of a thing now, uh, some of those reboots aren't exactly panning out as they had expected, and some are even getting canceled before they get off the ground. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com surgery has an art another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. There was a lot of discussion in the media last year, you know, when Barbie was out, about Ryan Gosling's so-called Kennergy, because Ryan Gosling played Ken in the movie Barbie. Yes. I'm just Ken. He was brilliant in it, by the way. I mean, he's he's a great actor regardless. But, and we've seen him in all kinds of different roles. But especially, like, young girls, that was the first time they had ever seen Ryan Gosling mm-hmm. in a movie. You know, they weren't around for all of his previous stuff. The no puck. <laughs> right. So they had this impression of him as being more of, you know, like a Ken kind of guy. Anyway, in interviews conducted more than a decade ago that just resurfaced, Ryan Gosling admitted that he was suspended from school in the first grade for being, let's just say, a bit aggressive. Ryan had just seen Sylvester Stallone's First Blood, which came out decades ago, but it's it's a pretty violent movie. It sounds like it just by the title. 
And it made such an impression on him that he filled up his Fisher-Price magic kit with steak knives, <laughs> brought them to school, and started throwing them at other kids. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. He said, you know, I, I thought we were in the movie. I didn't see any problem with it when I was in first grade. I'm not proud of this, but I learned a lesson because I was suspended from school. Oh, uh, yeah. And my mother said I could not watch R-rated movies ever again. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. That is funny. Yeah. You know, speaking of Barbie, Jeff, they're coming out with a fashion photo book of Margot Robbie's Barbie uh, looks. It's called Barbie the World Tour. It's going to come out March 8th. So it's going to be like one of those coffee table books that's all Margot Robbie. Pretty cool. I think that's pretty neat. She it's, it's all Margot Robbie in Barbie outfits. Yes. Yeah. Like, do you remember in the movie, like each one of her outfits was from a classic Barbie? Sorry, outfit. I feel like I need Barbie music to have this conversation. <laughs> there we go. Cue the Dua Lipa. <laughs> Walk that catwalk. Yes. Come on, baby. Woo! All right, looking good. Uh, show me angry. Show me angry. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Ow. Well, in the movie, she had looks all the ways from, like, the original Barbie to present-day Barbie, like, different fashions from different eras of Barbie. And she has continued that into the award season. Like, when she walked the red carpet at, what was that, the Golden Glow or uh, the one that just happened, the Critics' Choice Award, that look that she had was also from, like, a classic Barbie. Oh. She had, like, the little tulle boa and all of that. So there's a book that's coming out that's going to showcase all of the... All outfits the that she's worn yeah. from oh. the movie to present day. Well, all right. Isn't that neat? Okay. That's a look forward to. <laughs> it seems like it would be a really good coffee table book. Or, like if, or if you have like someone in your family, like my niece loves to like design and sew, yeah. that could be kind It'd of... It would be perfect. Yeah. I just think about walking into the dentist and it's on the table and I'm like, oh, let me give that a gander. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So there's this story that came out. I was just reading about it early this morning that there is a major rumor that Taylor Swift's team gave this chiefs a cease and desist letter to stop using her image. So, How are they using her image? Well, I guess there was a mood. There was like a um, like a video that the Kansas City Chiefs were playing either in the stadium or outside of the like stadium. A hype video or kind something. of like a hype video. And Taylor Swift's image is in it. And we're not hearing exactly what they were doing, like what she was doing in the video. But we're hearing that her team said that they had to remove her from it. And they did. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Well, speaking of football, Bengals offensive coordinator Brian Callahan is set to become the next head coach of the Titans. I know. That. We kind of felt like he was definitely going somewhere, right? He had yes. he talked to how many different teams? Oh, he was like yeah. with the Falcons. He was out with, uh, I think, the Chargers. I mean, he was all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. But then I also, Jeff, I was reading that. Uh, so the quarterback's coach, whose last name is Pitcher, they were saying that he is up for this offensive coordinator job. But the challenge is, is that I guess our offensive coordinators don't do all of the play calling for the offense. And that's something that I guess he really wants to do. And also, he, I think he's interviewing with some other teams as he's, well. He has been yeah. interviewing with other people, but I guess that's kind of like a negotiation point is that he wants to have all of the play calling abilities. And I don't know if the Bengals give that all the way to Zach Taylor. Or so that's who, a sticking point for him. I think so. Gotcha. Yeah.
Yeah, I guess uh, Zach Taylor hired him, Callahan, as uh, his offensive coordinator back in 2019. So... Uh, Zach Taylor has kind of found himself in the position for the first time to have to hire a coordinator since he took the job here. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll see. Doesn't Zach Taylor's brother, isn't he at Tennessee? Like, I feel like I remember when we went there. Wasn't yeah. Press Taylor? Who, no, it was Jacksonville. It was Jacksonville sorry. Yeah. I was like, I remember there being some sort of connection with his brother, yeah. too. Yeah, and uh, uh, there was a... Callahan's father was he was a head coach of the Raiders, wasn't he? Oh, when yeah. they were in Oakland back yeah. in the day. So now you know. Yeah, there you go. Well, Emma Stone she recently shared in a podcast that she every single June tries out to be on Jeopardy. She tries out. Yeah, so I guess she fills out the application, and then every June, I guess they pick the players or whomever the people are going to be for like those seasons. Okay. And she tries out every single June. She submits her application online. And Ken Jennings is saying, you know what? We would love to have her. She doesn't want to be on the Celebrity Jeopardy. She wants to be on the real deal, Regular hard Jeopardy. question Jeopardy. Oh, did, does does she qualify for that? Well, I don't know. I'm wondering if if she tries out all the time. Maybe she doesn't make it. Well, yeah, if she's trying out and she's not getting it, then obviously she's not yeah. qualified. But she's super smart. I just wonder if she knows some of the, if she knows the material that they're covering on, like, that kind of test. Maybe she's just a bad test taker. Oh, she might be. I don't know. But, yeah, she wants to be on Real Deal Jeopardy. That's one that I always feel like I could, I always like to play along, but there's no way I would ever be able to be on that show. Yeah, it's pretty fast and furious. Yeah. Like, give me enough time to think about it. Really, oh, I think, uh, I think that was Henry Kissinger. Henry Kiss. Oh, I'm sorry. Who is Henry Kissinger? Yeah, I would just be so excited that I knew the answer that I would forget to say it correctly. Yeah, right. I'd always get stuck with the literature, and mm-hmm. then I'm screwed. Well, that's where it you. Cu- just it couldn't have been the day where it was Canadian music from the '80s. Right. That's just where you stick to the same answer. What is Shakespeare? What is Shakespeare? Yeah. <laughs> what is Shakespeare? <laughs> Uh, okay, so you probably heard about the planned reboot of Lizzie McGuire with Hillary Duff that got canceled by Disney after filming only two episodes. That's not good. It was that bad, really? Well, we heard that there was some sort of, like, sex joke, I guess, that they made in the second episode of that show. And that's why Disney decided it was maybe a little too racy. There was, like, some innuendo that Lizzie McGuire had hooked up with somebody. Oh, yeah. So they didn't feel like that fit the Disney brand? I guess. I don't know. Okay. Well, anyway, BuzzFeed put together a list of other planned TV show reboots that got canceled that you might not even remember. And here are some of the highlights. Tim, did you know that there was a reboot of Murder, She Wrote in the Works? What? Starring. Who? Octavia Spencer. Ooh, that could be good. Yeah. So they have already canned that one? Already canned it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's, yeah, not, it's happening. not happening. <laughs> Uh, a live-action Powerpuff Girls, so that's not happening. A present-day reboot of Clueless with Dion Davenport as the main character instead of Cher. See, I think there could have been something there. I liked Dion on that show, on the movie. Uh, let's see. I would have now. See, they were talking about doing a relaunch of The Simple Life. Oh, yeah, and I, I would have been into that. That was with Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie, mm-hmm. which was kind of like, I, I don't know. That was just a funny show to me. I wonder, too, like if it was what was going on 
I feel like when they had their reality show, it was like all these reality shows were out, and that was one of the ones that was better. I felt like, yeah, because it was put the two of them into job situations. Yeah, that's what made it funny. Where they didn't really know what they were doing, like working the fry line at a fast food place, or they right. were uh, police officers for a day, <laughs> stuff like exactly. that, picking up poop. Well. They were going to reboot. They were going to relaunch it, but not with Paris and Nicole. They was going to follow Kelly Osborne and Kimberly Stewart, but Kelly quit after filming the pilot in two thousand seven because she said it was demeaning to others. Mm. So uh, there was that. Uh, they were going to do a reboot of Coach with the return of Craig T. Nelson, set eighteen years after the original series. Is that the guy that played Coach? Yeah, Craig T. Nelson. Okay, so he would have been back. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I watched him on that show. Oh, it was kind of like This Is Us. Was it called Brothers and Sisters? Yeah, and he might have been. The dad. I, I, so. I, I liked him in that role. Like, that was a fun show yeah, to watch. he's good. He's still around, right? Mm -hmm. I think so. Uh, there was a Charlie's Angels reboot they were talking about doing called Angels 88, starring Tay Leone and Sandra Canning. Huh. That's funny. And then they were going to do an L.A. Law revival with the return of Blair Underwood, but that never happened either. God, I love Blair Underwood. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, a lot of these are not necessarily recent, but they evidently, you know, they had scripts and writers and a whole team and were all set to go and then just pulled the plug at the last minute. See you later, or bye. They, or, in, you know, as in the case with Lizzie McGuire, they'd film a couple episodes and just immediately be like, this isn't working. <laughs> just, this is horrible. You, you just, you can't go back. Although Will and Grace, you know, they did a reboot of that. That was fantastic. That was good. And and Frasier is also very good. Well, Will and Grace was good, I think, because it had the original people back. Yeah, and they all wanted to be there. And they had new material. Like enough time had passed where they could come up with, you know, different topical humor that was more relevant. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it's tough. Like, you know, you get to a point where you sort of run out of material, but you, if you walk away from it, you come back in five years with a different perspective and other things have happened. The world's changed a little bit. Suddenly you have all this material again. And I feel like that's what happened with that show. Well, and I liked it too, because it felt like they talked a lot about current issues, like things that were happening in the world because they were able to just like write and produce and put these episodes out yeah. really fast. And I just felt like it was funny because it was so relatable in those moments. I liked all the CBS reboots, Hawaii Five-0. NCIS, <laughs> uh, LA. No, well, those aren't reboots. <laughs> uh, what else? There was MacGyver. There's... Hawaii Five-0 is still on, right? Yeah, MacGyver yeah. just ended after like 10 seasons or something. Uh, Magnum. MacGyver. Oh, Magnum. Yeah, they re those have been. What was that on? I think, CBS? I think CBS. Really? Think maybe NBC? I don't know. Man, I completely missed that. But that was on for... I don't know, 10, 8, yeah. 9 seasons, something like that. And I heard the Magnum P.I. is pretty good, too. I've watched them all, usually with my parents. Um, <laughs> that's but they, so funny. But they're always fun. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Well, I have a story about uh, Sofia Vergara and Joe Maggianello. She is on the cover of the current People magazine, and she's actually talking a little bit about why the two of them decided to split. And it all came down to the fact that he wanted to have a baby and she didn't. She tells People Magazine, my marriage broke up because my husband was younger and he wanted to have kids and I didn't want to be an old mom. 
She said, I feel like it's not really fair to the baby. And I respect people who do that, but it's just not for me anymore. Mm. And so that's why those two broke up. We uh, sat through the first few minutes of The Bachelor. And? I, I don't think. Don't think you're going to do it I don't think year. I made it past the limo before falling asleep. <laughs> Like so, I saw a few women get out and that's the last thing I remember. Well, I forgot that it was on and then I was texting Molly about something else and she was like, I just started watching The Bachelor. I was like, oh my gosh, I just turned it on. So I did turn it on and I watched the same parts that probably Jeff missed, which was just everybody getting out of the limo. Which is always the worst because they always try to do yes. some sort of kitschy thing that'll be funny and it never, well, it never plays out. And that's what I was going to say. So there were a couple that I saw, one of them involved because the current Bachelor is a tennis pro. He's like a tennis player. And one of the girls opened up the limo door and just like hundreds of these tennis balls like real tennis balls came out. Oh, that's funny. And she was like, it took me a lot of balls to get out of that limo. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Which I thought was I would have loved that. I thought that, <laughs> that was That stupid funny. sense of humor would have made me and laugh. And there were a lot of people that used a lot of uh, like innuendos from the tennis, like love versus, it's love versus me or that kind of thing because uh -huh. you know tennis and love. And then we had our local girl, Kayla Rogers, who I didn't see, but Molly. She's a girl from Hamilton? Yes, she's from Hamilton, but Molly said that she was like moaning and making noises when she was in the limo, like practicing her tennis grunts. Oh, oh, which, okay. That's which fun. I thought uh. was, was pretty funny. <laughs> oh. oh! Yeah. Because you remember, I mean, some of those... What uh, was his reaction to her doing that? I think he was just like, okay, like, what's happening? So Great. then she Another came one. out and kind of explained herself. But unfortunately, she did go home last She's night. She's already gone? She is already gone. Um, and then I saw on her personal Facebook page that she... The new was her. That's all right. I saw on her personal Facebook page that she came on and she thanked everyone. She was like, you know what, guys? This was a once-in-a-lifetime experience. I had a really good time. And you haven't seen the last of me yet. So I'm wondering if she maybe either comes back in some way, mm. shape, or form. Because you know that's happened on The Bachelor before where he'll be like, I didn't really get to know that person. Bring them back in. Or if she'll come up on some sort of other reality show or love show hmm. like maybe that um love island usa that's oh, yeah. casting locally for some cincinnati bachelors and bachelorettes maybe she'll end up on there uh maybe thanks for listening to the q102 jeff and jen morning show podcast brought to you by cvg airport fly healthy through cvg for more information go to cvg airport backslash fly healthy